Beloved of God, what a blessing it is to be here with you on this beautiful Sunday in February. Welcome to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Today, the church celebrates the seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time. This year, the Sunday just before the beginning of Lent, which will be this Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, February the 22nd. Now, the gospel that's chosen for us today is a continuation of last week's gospel. It's from the fifth chapter of Matthew's gospel, verses 38 through 48. So let's just place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and listen to his word. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brother only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The pastor's Sunday homily based on today's gospel was about forgiving our enemies. Toward the end of the homily, he asked his congregation, how many of you have forgiven your enemies? About half held up their hands. He then repeated his question. As it was past lunchtime this time, about 80% held up their hands. He then repeated his question again. All responded, except one small elderly lady. Mrs. Jones, inquired the pastor, are you not willing to forgive your enemies? I don't have any, she replied, smiling sweetly. Mrs. Jones, that is very unusual. How old are you? 93, she replied. Oh, Mrs. Jones, what a blessing and a lesson you are to all of us. Would you please come down here in front of the whole congregation and tell us how a person can live 93 years and not have an enemy in the world? The sweet little old lady tottered down the aisle, faced the congregation, cleared her throat, and said quite out loud in the microphone, I outlived the old hags. 
only a, only an old lady can get away with that. <laughs> you know, brothers and sisters, in Martin Luther King's sermon, Knock at Midnight, King says, My brother A.D. and I were traveling from Atlanta to Chattanooga on a dark and stormy night. For some reason, travelers were very discourteous that night. Hardly a single driver dimmed their lights. Finally, A.D., who was driving, said, I've had enough of this, as he powered the, his lights back on, bright lights back on. I said, don't do that. You're going to cause a wreck and get us killed. Somebody must have sense enough to dim their lights, to break the cycle of craziness and hate. If somebody doesn't have sense enough to turn on the dims and beautiful lights of love, we are all going to plunge into the abyss. A suicide bomber blows up a crowded bus in Israel. Israel responds by destroying an entire Palestinian village. The Palestinians react with more suicide bombers. Who's going to break the cycle of hate? A Chinese proverb puts it succinctly. Whoever pursues revenge should dig two graves, one for his injurer and one for himself. A few years ago, I came across a posted sign and found it to be pretty simple, but very profound. It said, love your enemies, then you won't have any. How great is that? When we look at our lives, I'm certain we all have those who don't like us or those who don't even care about us and or those who have hurt us over time. Unfortunately, we have often held on to those hurts and have allowed them to rob us of our joy and our peace. Moreover, we associate those hurts with those people. So in addition to holding on to the hurts, we hold on to the anger we have or disappointment we experience towards those individuals whose actions have seemingly caused us hurt, maybe even injured our self-worth. We then refer to those people as our enemies. Unfortunately, people who have been hurt or who are hurting usually end up hurting others. Granted, there are individuals who have issues and will continue to dislike this or that about another person, no matter how much we try to work to change their attitude or their opinion. But no matter who they are or how we have been hurt, we need to turn frequently to the example of Jesus, who on the cross was unconditional in his love, particularly for his enemies, when he said while dying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus says to us today, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute or hurt you. Maybe the real means towards loving our enemies begins with forgiveness and prayer. I think the first thing we need to do is resolve to abstain from all forms of 
retaliation when someone has hurt us. It's usually our first knee-jerk response. Well, if you're going to hurt me, just wait and see how it feels when I hurt you even worse. Now, in truth, we may not say those words, but that's what's going on in our head, isn't it? You know, I deal with a lot of people each day who are in real desperate situations, some even life and death situations. Almost all of them, in one way or another, are trying to figure out, why is this happening to me? And as we begin to explore that question, with some prodding from me, they come to realize that asking why keeps them in the past. It keeps them in the place of hurt and confusion. They keep reliving the hurt. I often suggest, look, there's not a lot you can do to change what's been. All you can do is change how you respond to it and how you move forward. In the example of being offended or hurt by another, we have to take the offense or hurt gracefully. There is little we can do to change what has already occurred. However, there is a great deal we can do to unconditionally and wholeheartedly forgive without any form of revenge or retaliation. And that begins with prayer. We need to pray for those who have hurt us. Then we need to pray for ourselves that we might have the mercy to forgive. And even if our forgiveness is not received by the other person or doesn't change the mind or heart of our enemy, at least we are changed in order that we might be restored in love. You see, beloved, prayer is a powerful tool towards growing in love and having the heart of Jesus, especially when dealing with those who do not love us. If we can call to mind the merciful words of Jesus and place our enemies at his feet, perhaps then we truly will not have any enemies because we have first loved even when they were difficult to love or made the choice not to love us. I don't know about you, but it sounds like a, a good task for us to maybe consider when entering into this upcoming Lenten journey. Just maybe we will come a little closer to becoming perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. Let's work on it, shall we? And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Before we conclude, as I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, presentation, that Ash Wednesday is this Wednesday, the beginning of another Lenten season. Keeping with the values of prayer, fasting, and giving alms, like last year, you will notice a bit more of a penitential tone to our daily prayer, encouraging us to fast from the things that can be destructive in our spiritual life, as well as our commitment to almsgiving as part of our sacrifice. Now, Father Ron will be doing a video this week 
to tell you more about the Lenten almsgiving. So look out for that and, and watch it carefully so that we can all work together to grow in holiness. In the meantime, as always, take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.